This is the Pulse of New Hampshire. I am J-Dog, and joining me is a true Renaissance man. He is an author. He is a scholar. He is a doting grandfather, as well as a loving husband and a fantastic father. He is also Eddie Popowski's number one fan. He also happens to be a skier and a baseball awards presenter. And he's got a new book on the way, which he'll talk about when it comes out very soon. It's come out very soon, folks. He is the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. He is Tom Raffio. Tom, how are you? Fantastic, Jay. And speaking of skiing, I did go skiing on the coldest day of the year, oh. Saturday, February 4th at Sunapee. And I was there with my son. Jay, when your son says, I want to go skiing with you, you do not turn up, down the opportunity. Right. <laughs> so we went to Sunapee um, and there was literally nobody there. So we just kept up going up and down, up and down. And when we got cold, er, we went in for a few minutes and then went back out. The key was the, um, the, the full face mask. So we had a Delta Dental face mask, so it worked out well. So speaking of sons, though, we've had um, Peter, who is our guest today, Peter Coppola, who is a dual certified hypnotist. Um, we've had his dad, Steve Coppola, who is the uh, renowned myth and legend person as well, Peter, of Coppola of his physical therapy. There's many locations, including here, Pleasant Street in Concord. Um, and I know that uh, Steve got into hypnosis. Your dad got into hypnosis. So Peter, sounds like uh, you have as well. So thank you for uh, coming on the program and we'll do a more formal introdu introduction, but thank you, Peter. Yeah, absolutely. Pleasure to be here, Tom. Pleasure to be here talking to you. I was just making a joke uh, the other day. I think the last time we had spoke, I was probably 16 years old working over at uh, at Northeast Delta Dental doing an internship. So it's cool to talk to you again and, uh, you know, check back in at this stage in life, if you will. Absolutely. No, you, you, you're doing great. Um, and my nose hasn't fallen off from skiing on February <laughs> so So it's it's all it's all good. And of course, you know, your dad and I go uh, go way back. So so tell us. Uh, a little bit about your career. I know it's you know you're relatively young. So what uh, what brought you to hypnosis, and what does it mean to be a dual certified hypnotist? Absolutely. So, really, originally getting into hypnosis, um, my dad sparked the interest for me. Obviously, he was doing the stage hypnosis shows, and as a stage hypnotist, he was hypnotizing people you know, all the time doing these shows. And I was fortunate enough to do the music for him. So I would do the music at his shows and basically firsthand got to see how hypnosis works on a stage level. Um, and it was really cool, super interesting. I remember the moment that my mind really shifted towards hypnosis and was intrigued by it was during one of his skits where he would actually take someone and glue them to the chair with with the hypnosis. And I remember it always just fascinated me because he would take out money and he would offer it to the person glued and stuck to the chair who was in hypnosis. And I remember for all the shows that I did, not once did he lose his money. And he would go up to, you know, three, four hundred, five hundred dollars trying to prove a point to the crowd that hypnosis is real. Hypnosis works. It's not this magic. It's not this woo-woo. Uh, it's a very concrete, it's a very effective, and it's very results-driven. So that moment really put an imprint in my mind. And I think that's originally where I thought, you know, hypnosis is 
uh, profound. It's wonderful. What it's capable of is amazing. Um, so that moment really stuck in my mind, but I never thought that I was going to become a clinical hypnotist. I went to college. Uh, I went to school for PR and advertising. I had a minor in entrepreneurial studies. So I've always been, you know, marketing small business. And then after graduating, my dad was like, you'd be so good at clinical hypnosis. And ultimately I was like, what is that? I didn't even, I didn't even know what it was. I was only used to seeing him do the stage shows. Um, but he explained to me, yeah, there's this whole other side of hypnosis where you can help people. And that's when the light bulb went off and I said, yeah, I, I think I, that I'd be great at this. So I went, I studied with my dad. I jumped in. I got my certification from the National Guild of Hypnotists, which is the uh, longest tenured hypnosis association. So I got my um, degree from them. And then I also got a certification from the American School of Hypnosis, which is out of Maine. So that's really the meaning of dual certified. I have two different certifications, but I also like to play on the words because I do the clinical hypnosis and the stage show hypnosis as well. So there's a couple different meanings of dual certified, but um, yes, I'm, I'm well educated and well, well versed in, in hypnosis, just jumping into it. Awesome. And uh, I've been to many of his shows as well. And it, and, and it is, you know, pretty amazing. So you, you had your sort of road to Emmaus and one of those, I guess you had your epiphany. And it's great that uh, you found your passion. And you'll still be able to use your marketing and PR and entrepreneurship because um, even though ultimately, your services will sell themselves, you still have to market yourself, look at it, look at it from that perspective, perspective. Before I ask, ask you to specifically design, uh, define hypnosis, can you tell us what uh, your website is, a new you center, uh, dot com, and all one word. Um, so tell us what, what that is and uh, do, do people reach you that way? Absolutely. So a new is my website. It's also the easiest way to find me. Although if you do want to just type in a new use center for hypnosis right on uh, Google, you'll find me very quickly. I pop up um, pretty much first five, even if you were to look up just New Hampshire hypnosis. So you'll find me, but a new use center for hypnosis is the best way to find me. On my website, you'll see that there's quite a bit of information. There's a video that you can click on that very briefly explains hypnosis. There's also a forum for a request for a free consultation. That is where people go ahead and reach out to me. Uh, the free consultation is something that I always start with with all of my clients. Uh, just to make sure they have a good understanding of what hypnosis is and what we're getting into and what to expect. Um, but yeah, that's that's the best way to find me is over on that website. You can um, type in the free consultation and send me a message and I'll usually get back to you within the day. Super. So again, that website is all one word, a new dot com. And of course, those of us who are looking to uh, you know, lose some weight and then smokers who want smoking cessation. I'm assuming those may be two of your biggest uh, categories of clientele. 
Absolutely. So I call it the big three. And the big three are the obvious things that people go to hypnosis for. And that is smoking cessation, weight loss, and um, panic or some type of, you know, anxiety, fear, phobia. So that third category is kind of lumped into a lot of different things, but mostly, you know, anxiousness. Um, I always call those the big three. And yes, that is majority of what people come out for. But there is tons of things that people don't even realize that hypnosis can help with. And I I just recently started filming a docu-series where I'm going to highlight uh, some of the successes that I've had with the uh, topics that are kind of off the beaten road. But when you think of hypnosis for most people, it's smoking cessation and weight loss. And those are, you know, some of my best success uh, topics. But there is many other things that people can come to hypnosis for. And I wouldn't mind sharing any of those with you at all either. Sure. And I used to, <laughs> I want to see how, how you get to this. So I always used to ask Dr. Steve Coppola, you know, the hypnosis and, uh, you know, if you, you can't get someone to do something that they definitely don't want to do. So can you can you kind of explain how that works? In other words, so the the your glue to the chair um, euphemistically works, but something maybe you don't want to do doesn't work. So how, can you just explain that a little bit? Absolutely. So one of the giant misconceptions of his hypnosis is that you can basically make someone do whatever they want. And it's simply not true. You know, hypnosis is a mindset. And in that mindset, you still have your morals. You still have an outside consciousness. In other words, you wouldn't do, uh, I can't make you go across the street and rob the bank. If I could, you know, I'd, I'd split it with you. I'm a nice guy. Um, but no, you, you wouldn't do any of those things in hypnosis. It's not like you're under somebody else's control at any point. Uh, hypnosis is simply just a mindset. So if any suggestion went against who you are or what you believe in, it simply would not work. Um, it, it's your, your morals is still there. Your character is still there. You wouldn't do anything you wouldn't normally do. And usually, you know, gluing someone to a chair isn't, uh, you know, anywhere in that crossover of making someone do something that they don't want to do. I can't force anyone to be hypnotized. And in fact, that's one of the first things that I tell people is even the best hypnotist in the world couldn't come into the room and make you go into hypnosis. It's got to be something that you want. It's got to be something that you desire. You have to have an open mind for it. And then once you do, you you can use benefit you can use hypnosis to your full benefit so you've explained how clinical hypnosis helps people um using the big three as the example smoking cessation weight loss and and anxiety uh attacks and things like that so why do you think uh hypnosis might be more effective um than other forms of therapy and, and treatments absolutely so i love hypnosis because it's concrete and what I mean by concrete is I'm looking to change something after almost every single session. You should feel different after walking out of each session with me. Um, and the reason that is, is because the subconscious mind is what we're going after with clinical hypnosis. Hypnosis itself is a mindset. Clinical hypnosis is going after the subconscious mind. So once we are able, once I'm able to get into the subconscious mind, it's the strongest part of the brain. So the subconscious mind is actually 90% of your brain power. Once I get that 90% of the subconscious mind to agree with something, that's when the flip can get switched and hypnosis is really making its full effect. So when I have, say, a smoker come into my office who's been smoking for 
30 years and has smoked three packs a day. The reason they're able to walk out of my door a non-smoker for the rest of their life is because their subconscious mind has wholeheartedly grasped onto the idea that non-smoking is the new way of life for them. So all a clinical hypnotist cares about is getting to that subconscious mind and having your subconscious mind agree with everything, agree with the suggestions that are um, taking place. I think you've hypnotized Jay because he's allowed me to go 30 seconds over time. <laughs> <laughs> This is really interesting. So a new It looks like it's time for a break, Jake. It is. We'll take a break. We'll be back quick. So this, is, this is Northeast Delta Dental Radio. And this week's guest is Peter Koppel. He's a dual certified hypnotist in Dover, New Hampshire, but services people from all over New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and Maine. And Tom mentioned the website. We'll mention again, a new That is a new The phone number is 603-609-6463. When we return, we'll have more of Northeast Delta Dental Radio right here on the Pulse of New Hampshire. This is the Pulse of New Hampshire. I am Jay Dog, alongside Tom Raffio, President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. And this week's guest is Peter Coppola, a dual certified hypnotist based in Dover, New Hampshire, but again, services people from all over the Granite State, as well as the Bay State of Massachusetts and the Lobster State of Maine uh, as part of a new youth center. And uh, a new center.com is the website, a fascinating conversation about hypnosis. And Peter, I love that you mentioned the top three reasons uh, people will go for hypnosis. And of course, one was smoking cessation, as uh, you had mentioned, as well as getting over weight loss and also fear as well. I'm sure there's more to talk about with that. And I will let you gentlemen go on. Thank you, Jay. And uh, I've also known the Maine as the pine tree state, but lobster state that, you know, <laughs> that, that works for me. You know, my introduction, Peter, to hypnosis was watching the Three Stooges when, uh, I forget if it was Mo, Larry or Curly, but they, you know, they took a, a little watch and they, and they were doing it in front of the, the other stooges face. And they said, you are now in sync sync. <laughs> it's a major prison in uh, New Hampshire, but in, in any event, so I'm thinking with uh, the pivoting that just about everybody did uh, when COVID hit to more and more, um, you know, FaceTime and zooms, et cetera. And of course, teledentistry, telehealth, um, was also expedited. And to some extent, you know, COVID just expedited maybe trends that were going to happen. Anyway, I'm thinking that you must have gotten, you know, a lot of requests for uh, remote uh, hypnosis. And is that as effective? Yeah, so I definitely have a lot of people reaching out to me for remote and I do it. I love doing the remote session, probably not as much as I do in session, but it reaches a whole uh, demographic of people that I wouldn't otherwise be able to help. Uh, for a lot of people, it's just as effective as long as they can get comfortable and create an environment that it's going to work for them. For the people where that's not an option at their house or home or even wherever they are, they really should come into the office. So really, it just depends on your own comfort and if you're going to get distracted during that session at home or not. Um, I've found that there's a couple of challenges with the Zoom along 
along the way. Obviously, nobody can really get rid of the natural uh, uh, Wi-Fi or if something cuts out for a moment. Um, those are things that we kind of just have to deal with. But overall, I've found that the Zoom sessions go quite well. The other thing is that's pretty neat about my office is I have a separate room where the hypnosis is actually done. So it offers kind of a um, environment where we really can briefly talk from one room to the other. And what I mean by that is I have one room that is my room and then there's a glass wall. And on the other side of that glass wall is where uh, the clients are able to sit and where they're able to enjoy their session. So it actually worked out perfectly to have that set up right as COVID was happening because it was non-contact. They would just go into the other side of the room. We didn't have to cross-contaminate. They'd sit down, they'd put on their headset, they'd leave right out the door afterwards, and then I would go and sanitize everything. So it's been able to work out quite well um, with the different trends of, of COVID. Um, and this, this way in particular has helped me to kind of uh, adapt and, and move on my feet. So my setup is, is pretty nice and people are definitely able to be zoo, uh, do Zoom. That's something that I'm trying to communicate more with people um, because I have people who request to come see me from all over and I feel bad sometimes. I have a lady from Connecticut right now who's been driving up to see me. So I'm trying my best to make sure that people know that Zoom is an option. And as long as it's a place where you can get comfortable, it will work just fine. Do you, when they come in and you're in your room, do you do you sing that old Beach Boy song, In My Room? <laughs> no, but I do joke with them. I always have a good time because people will walk in and not know, you know, what a hypnotist is or what they do. And I always joke, you know, I don't wear a top hat. I don't dangle any watches. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a regular guy who has a passion for helping people. And I hope that more and more people realize how effective and helpful hypnosis is. And I hope that someday it's going to be one of the first places to refer people instead of the bottom of the totem pole. Uh, a lot of people will come to hypnosis and say, you know, this is my last resort. I need this to work. And I, I strive for the day where it's, you know, one of the first options because it does have that high success rate. And for a lot of people, it's, it's super effective. And the numbers in which we can do it in is it's much quicker than other forms of therapy. I think once people understand it and the metrics are out there, it's no different than it took you know, literally 27 years for us to add a, a dental benefit for the people eligible for Medicaid. People finally understood that, you know, the, the mouth is part of the body and, you know, mm -hmm. mental health as well. So I, I think, uh, I think that'll come, it will, it will definitely take a while. But since you mentioned that you're low on the list of, you know, where people turn to, um, should and can uh, hypnosis um, be applied while the patient or client is also doing other forms of therapy? Absolutely. So hypnosis is ultimately one of the best tools you could possibly use, um, but it is supplemental. It's additional. You should have, you know, be doing other stuff for yourself so that the hypnosis can help you get there. Um, the hypnosis is an incredible tool, but it's not magic. It's not going to do absolutely everything for you. It can feel like magic when that 90% of your subconscious mind is working to your full benefit, um, but it's not. It's an extra tool. It will help you to get there. So, yeah, it's, it's important to, to understand that as well. Now, can um, most people be hypnotized? I know uh, going to one of Steve Coppola's show, um, like all but like 
two people were successfully hypnotized. So do some people have such a, I don't know, libido or, or, or the, the opposite where they just ultimately can't let themselves go to be hypnotized or how does that all work? Yeah. So a lot of people think that, you know, you can't go into hypnosis and um, I don't buy that. Uh, you can you can look at the studies and they say that actually a fun fact for you, about 60 percent of our daily life is a light form of hypnosis, um, which is absolutely incredible. If you think about that, we are all open to hypnosis all the time. And I point that out to people. Hypnosis is a state of mind. We go into this state of mind all the time. Highway hypnosis, one of the most common forms of hypnosis. People all the time will pull into their driveways and forget the last you know, 10 minutes of their drive. Hypnosis is absolutely everywhere. Um, so it, it's it's you can't even avoid hypnosis. The only time where people really get a bad understanding of hypnosis or won't allow themselves to do hypnosis is when they think that somebody is going to be doing something to them. Uh, that's really where people have a hesitation of hypnosis. But as a hypnotist, I'm not doing anything to you. I'm guiding you to the state of hypnosis. Once you're in that state of hypnosis, that's basically when I can help you. Um, they say that about 90% of people can be hypnotized. You can think about it as a bell curve. There's about 10% of people who aren't fantastic for hypnosis for whatever reason. They just fight it. They reject it. They're not open to it. There's another about uh, 70, you know, 80% of people who are in that normal curve of things. And then there's 10% of people which are what we call somnambulant. And 10% of people who are somnambulant are the ones who go the quickest and deepest into hypnosis. And those are the people that you see on the stage show. But what the big misconception is that most people think that you have to be somnambulant to do hypnosis. It's just not true. You can be in that other 80, 90% um, and do just fine with hypnosis. Um, somnambulant people just happen to go in at the quickest, the deepest, and they're the ones that you see up on stage. So that's kind of the difference between the clinical and stage show side. Um, at those stage shows, you're really only getting the people who go the deepest. And then in clinical hypnosis, you can service everything up to except for that 10% that just doesn't want to do hypnosis. And if you don't want to do hypnosis, you're likely not coming to a hypnosis office. So uh, that's kind of how how I look at things. So sorry for the long-winded answer. But that's oh, that was I'm good. And uh, I liked your driving example because that's happened to me a couple times um just exactly what you described oh my god how did i get here and then i'm thinking you know was i safe so you know one of the things i do now is try not to you know talk on the cell phone hands-free of course but just yeah. so you, can, you know can really focus so um so how quickly does hypnosis work and meaning like if i went to see you for weight loss or smoking cessation and of course everybody's in a bell curve so the answer will probably be it depends but on average if there is such an average or the median how many sessions before you could comfortably say um as the clinician that this person will now no longer desire cigarettes for example yeah so Obviously, you hit the nail on the head. It does depend on the person. Some people are just so receptive and it gets in there immediately and one session is all we need. But usually you want to do a little bit of the repetition. Um, with that being said, I pride myself off of not 
doing set not seeing someone for for 10 12 sessions my goal is to get you to success as quick as possible so for something like weight loss it's usually three to four sessions for something like smoking i try to do it in one or i offer a lifetime guarantee where you can come back at any point and come for a refresher so usually it's the nice part is hypnosis is effective immediately so right after that first session you should start to feel changes for some people they get everything they need in that first session the subconscious mind has completely latched onto everything for so other people they want to come back and they like to do the six seven eight sessions for reinforcement so in this world of instant gratification, you can serve service that uh, group of people, and then people that want the seven, you know, seven habits of changing. You have that. So this is really cool, Jay. Don't you think? I mean, it is. No, I love this. I mean, uh, I've almost been hypnotized listening to Peter. <laughs> the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So why don't you give out the websites and a website and phone number, Jay, and we'll call it a, a day. Absolutely. It's uh, a new youcenter.com and the phone number is 603-749-6463. It's a new youcenter.com and phone number is 603-749-6463. Come see Peter Coppola, the dual certified hypnotist. And that's uh, a new you center. That's where he is at. And another edition of Northeast Delta Dental Radio in the books. For this week, fear not. We'll be back next week with an all-new edition for Peter Coppola of A New You Center for Hypnosis, as well as Tom Raffio, the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. I am J-Dog. We'll be back next time on an all-new edition of Northeast Delta Dental Radio here on the Pulse of New Hampshire.